Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's essential like your breakfast It will get you up and going Learn some things you didn't know Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Give you energy like buck fast And if your head's in a pickle Or you're looking for a giggle It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Can you hear me? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Can you hear me? Mike, I can hear you, but this... I'm getting the feeling you can't hear me. Oh, fuck. Um, no. oh, good start. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Why can't you... Why can't I hear you? Can you hear me now? Hold on. That's yeah. why I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, it was me not hearing. I, I find that intensely irritating when people say, can you hear me now? And, it's like, <laughs> I, and I can't hear them. <clears throat> or I, you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you get where I'm coming from, and I'm sorry, dear listener, I'm late to the party. Oh, like how long have we been? Do- how long have we been doing this, Mike? <laughs> Years, and you're always late. But you, you sent me the link, and I must admit, I was on the toilet, and um, I, I had remembered at twelve o'clock that we were doing this, yeah. and then it had gone completely out. I had had such a nice lunch that it had gone straight <laughs> out of my mind. What if this was live television or live radio, and you just said, "Oh, <clears throat> go to the toilet"? Um, well, I suppose. I mean, do people have to have a shit? <laughs> yeah, but you've got to time these things, Mike. You know, I mean, you know, working in the live radio profession for twenty years, you gotta, you've got to know your body and time your time your toilet breaks. You know, um, do you though? Do you? I mean, do, do you, I mean people must get caught short? Well, you now you've got to get up early. You've got to have whatever food you're having either uh after the show or you know just before the show but you've got to have done your early morning ablutions right yeah beforehand yeah because you know you could have a three-hour radio show and you're kind of you don't have the time to just nip out really i mean look if you if it happens it happens you could play two if you play stairway to heaven or something but uh generally you want to get that shit out of the way literally yeah, I- yeah, and I suppose the the adrenaline keeps you going. Does it? And sort of like like running a marathon, you never see. Oh, people! You do actually see people. I'm I'm actually contradicting myself. You that's see another. Doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing that that people don't talk about when they're running <clears> marathons. <throat> is sometimes you have to jump into the ditch, mm. and you know, do whatever you need to do. And that happens a lot when you're training because you start doing your longer runs and you haven't got quite got the like on the on the day of the marathon you've got everything sorted so you know what time you're getting up at you know what time you're going to the toilet you know what food you're eating all that kind of stuff 
But when you're training, you're still getting used to that. So a lot of the times when you're going your longer run, you're you're jumping into the bushes, you know, and bringing wipes with you and all that kind of stuff. It's good crack. You should try it. D- dear listener, Keith, Keith Walsh's internet seems to have completely gone. Oh, no, don't tell me the internet's gone again. Dear listener, we interrupt this podcast to tell you that Keith's internet momentarily dropped, but he eventually got it back and working and... I hope that that's the end of the internet problems. I really hope. Um, We pick it up where Keith is nibbling on a pineapple and Mike is commenting on how bad it is for the environment. Take it away. Thank you for your patience at this time. Well, look where they come from. Oh, yeah. They've tried. Yeah. It's not good for the environment. No, not at all. Like it's not even the food miles; it's the water, the crops, the pesticides, the yeah, herbicides to shit. keep these things. You know, you think of the amount of water for an avocado, the amount of water for a pineapple in the middle of Hawaii. You know, I was in Hawaii once, and you see, uh, you see uh, pineapple fields everywhere. Um, what's 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 a pineapple like in Hawaii? Um, yeah, it was nice. It's not like much tastier or anything. No, I don't think. I don't think it was. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it was. I was wealthy enough at the time to have fresh um, pineapples because they were still really expensive. Oh, it, the, were they? Yeah, but they're yeah. they're supposed to make your <whistles> taste like. <whistles> no, I didn't need to whistle. I didn't need to whistle out the pineapple bit. No, it's, same it's as a... said. Same as said of strawberries. Apparently. Really, it's supposed yeah. to make your uh, taste like the thing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And asparagus. Well, that just makes your wee smell. Mm, only fifty percent of the people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people don't don't get the uh, the old asparagus wes. Oh wow! As soon as I eat asparagus, my wee bangs of of it asparagus. Does. And, and you know what? It can, it, asparagus is an expensive thing. And I had an issue with a, a lady in a well-known supermarket. Yeah, um, who used to just fire the fucking asparagus down the the, the hatch at the end of the the thing it was one of these speedy kind of checkout things yeah and she broke all the tips off my asparagus now. oh I jesus said, this is not i gotta take that back oh no just keep going you'll be fine it's like no i just you put that through 139 for a thing of asparagus yeah make shit at the top of it that's yeah. the tasty bit yeah oh i don't need i don't know how anyone can eat that stuff anyway <laughs> this is not your business this is my shopping yeah, like yeah. like if she smashed a bottle of wine at the, and then just said that'd be grand don't know how yeah, anyone exactly, that yeah. shit anyway there's one less hangover of you <laughs> I'm doing you a favour here don't know how, how you eat that shite I'm just gonna fuck these apples at the wall down here no point in fucking eating those yolks yeah, sure yeah. they're fucking the pips are poisonous bleach who needs that shit <laughs> fires it across the shop let me just open the lid here for you just fuck it over there Man, I was at I was at a well-known supermarket chain yesterday, and I don't know if it's the same one you're you're talking about, but mm. trying to keep up with the speed of the you see oh. what you're what you're supposed to do in those German ones is oh. basically park your trolley at the end, fill your trolley up, and then go to the bagging area and do your bagging, right? But us Irish, we're not into that shit. We want to fucking get it straight in, you know, just get into the bags as it's coming. Oh my God, the stress of keeping it is up with very, very stressful. And if you've got a bad back or an injury or something, yeah, I mean, oh fucking hell, it's it's awful. And then you're supposed to slot it in. You know, you notice the way you, your 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 trolley is supposed to slot in 
from yeah, in slots first. in. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. you got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they leave the yeah. fucking doors open, mm. and you can't slot it in. And then oh, yeah. every time I slot mine in and do it properly, some guy <laughs> comes in and goes. We're talking about Sorry, traffic, I have to open. <laughs> I've I've to open that door there because I've to open up till number six. Like, oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> Why don't you design the doors around the other side, you fucking German fucks? <laughs> oh God. Well, they're not usually they're not usually German, are they? They're just local people working in the shops. Oh, but the people oh, no. who designed possibly yeah. could be German. Yeah, yeah. They but I, I, lo- I love German people just to just to give a bit of balance. Yeah, just, I do. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Balance. Anyone after nineteen forty-five, I like. I need the Germans. <laughs> I heard like about the nineteen forty-five onwards. Oh, other than the Germans that moved to Argentina around that time. Yes, of course. <laughs> Or Brazil. Or Brazil or any of those South American countries. Yeah, that or, or the Paraguay. moon. Apparently one of them with the moustache, famous fella, who was actually Austrian by birth, was seen on the moon a couple of years ago with Elvis. Ah, wow. Well, <clears> just, <throat> just wandering around. Mm, having a cup of tea. Oh, nice. Yeah, cheap cool. tea. <laughs> the dark, were they on the dark side or this side? They were the dark side of the moon, yeah, because Pink Floyd wrote a song about it. Ah, very good. Oh, very right. good. Um, how have you been, Mike? What's tell us about the life of Mike? What have you been up to? Well, I've I've had a bit of vagary uh, recently. In recent times, I've been trying to sort of um, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I've been trying to sort of get rid of shit in my life and little bits and things. And physical, bits. physical shit or emotional it, shit? Physical. I don't think yeah. you can ever get rid of the emotional stuff, and I don't think it's a good idea to get rid of it. It's a good idea to have a look at it, take mm. it out of the box and unwrap it and sort of cuddle it every once in a while, but yeah. don't put it back in the box. But that's a metaphor for uh, little bits of shit. So, I mean, I, I went through, I was looking for, um, I got bitten by something the other day, mm. a fly or something. So I went looking for the anthazan cream, the antihistamine cream, mm. In uh, we have two little shelves with little plastic things where we put all of our drugs, and one of the drugs things kind of it's an unwritten rule. Nobody's ever come up with a rule for it, but the one on top sort of had all the the pills in it, and the one on the bottom had things like ointments and plasters and stuff like that. So I went looking for this cream, and I couldn't fucking find it. So it led me into this whole thing of sorting out old medicine and old ointments and stuff from the fucking 80s in there like dialerite from 1980 that's gonna fucking kill you rather yeah than sort your shits out you know yeah um and i disposed of it correctly before anybody says anything because there's, there's certain things you got to do with uh, that sort of waste um what do you so do I, flush down the jacks yeah exactly yeah so the fish get it <laughs> they got two, <laughs> female whales got two two cocks <laughs> two cocks and constipation. <laughs> It'd be a great name for a book, Two Cocks and Constipation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you think you're bad. You got two cocks and constipation. And I'm a whale. Sorry, go on. I'm disposed of it properly. Yeah. At the local recycling station, they have a place for it. Old medicines and stuff. So anyway. Um oh god. So this started. There's a medicine a- man there in, in a teepee. <laughs> Shaman, doing a stick, one of those rain sticks. Remember those rain sticks? In the oh night? yeah, used to get stoned and turn them upside down. Stupid things. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I decided to start cleaning things out, and then and then I got um a, another figari in the bathroom. We have a, a bathroom cabinet. It's not. It's a freestanding sort of thing on wheels. Mm. 
It's just full of shit. Yeah. So I started going through that. And then um, that that got me into looking at all the um, the hotel um, shampoo I've ever robbed <laughs> in my life, which which is so old, the plastic was giving way and it was seeping. Ooh. So, oh, yeah. And, of course, me being me, I thought, I'm not going to throw that away. No, gonna, no, 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 no. I'm going to have a massive shower using it all. I put them all shower. in the shower in a little row. And last night, I was getting through one of the last ones, and uh, I just had a, a sort of a shave. I got the old clippers out and clipped my beard a bit. And I think I got a little bit of a hair in my eye, right? Yeah. You know what it's like, one of those kind of tufty hairs, and it gets in your eye, and it's kind of annoying or whatever. You think, sorry, it's going to come out. Anyway, I was getting rid of this little pot of shampoo, and uh, I thought, all right, I'll rinse it out with from the shower up on top and give it a little bit of a shake around and try and empty the bottle so it's nice and clean to go into the recycling. Poured it on my head, the remnants. Yeah. Unfortunately, my eye was open. Ah. And I can't, I, I can't fucking see straight for the last 24 hours. Oh, fuck. My fucking, I woke up this morning, it was stuck. Oh, Jesus. And then it was all blurry and then I couldn't see, but then I rubbed it and I could see. So it's focusing all right, but it's just red. It looks like one half of my head has been on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> kind of that yellowy red, you know, that sort of like your liver is failing. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. And that, what, what, what do you think it is? It's just. Well, like, say it's, it, this stuff's done like fuck when it went into my eye. But I'd say I've scratched my eyelid or something with the uh-huh. hair. Yeah. Because I, th- I, I might have gone over my eyebrows. In fact, I did go over my eyebrows with the clippers. Yeah. I'm going to be smart. Mm. And one of those big boys has gone into my eye, and it's just it's stuck in there under the lid. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, it could, it's just... and you scraped your eyeball. Even so... even if you got the, the hair out, the scrape is still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then... And then the, the your body is sending all this gunk to your eye to heal it, and that the gunk is building up in your eye. Then, and that's obviously what what happened this morning with the, when it stuck. Yeah, yeah, and it really pissed me off because last night I couldn't. I've been falling asleep in front of the TV a lot mm. at night, and last night I was wide awake, and I'm on to Fargo. I've hit Var- Fargo. It's like oh, it's like hitting a vein. That it's like oh yes, keep it coming. It's just so. I remember the movie. And I remember the movie being a little bit kind of, oh, there no ood about the gill, you know, we're all from Minnesota. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> let's save that for later. Yes. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't even watch it last night. I was sitting in front with one of the remotes over my eye to oh, stop Jesus. me using my eye. And then I just, I got the hump all together and came to bed. And did you sleep? Yeah, yeah perfectly. Yeah. Mm. Just woke up with one. Jesus. One, yeah. It's funny. I, I was with my dad recently. Yeah, my dad is eighty six years old, and I was just going through. Sort of, you know, he was talking about. Oh, I'm a bit tired today. My legs are a bit sore. He's got sore legs, and he's got sore this, and he's got sore that, and he's got sore the other. And old age is an awful fucking thing. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> he was sitting in. The, he was sitting there with a pair of chinos. It was like it was thirty degrees. It was one of those days were really warm. Yeah. And he's got his trousers rolled up, <laughs> and he's got his knees out. He's going, oh Jesus Christ, that's lovely. That's so I can feel my knees for the first time in 15 years. I said to him, you haven't any trouble sleeping? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, no, no, no trouble sleeping whatsoever. It's just that I keep waking up. Neither <laughs> 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 fucking irony. I nearly shot myself. <laughs> I laughed so hard. He said, what are you laughing at? I said, 
He said, no, but I just fall off to sleep. No trouble whatsoever. I just have to... <laughs> just keep working I up. Wait, you know? I, that's the definition of not sleeping. Well. T- that is trouble sleeping. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. Jesus, no. I sleep anywhere. <laughs> just wake up. Yes, yeah, Five up. minutes later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Jesus, old age, huh? Let's not, yeah. let's, let's not go there, Mike. No. Well, let's, not... let's go there, hopefully. Let's go there eventually. Maybe not today. It's no. not, you know. I don't. I don't feel like chatting about that today. The sun is shining. It's. It's. Be- is it warming, Claire? It's a lovely day. About 20, 21 degrees. The washing's out on the line. I've been out for a little walk with the dog. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Had a yeah. lovely lunch. Yeah, it's. It's actually hot here in uh, in Kildare. It's beautiful yeah, blue skies. It's hot. No, it's 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 hot. It's a hot day. Mm. Yeah, so what, definitely. What are you, what are you wearing? Um, way far too much. Uh, I'm wearing jeans at the moment, but I'm oh, I'm I'm thinking about getting into a pair of shorts at some point. And uh, we were having the in-laws over for a barbecue, so my wife is working away at that now. Um, oh. so I, so I might just put on a pair of shorts. Mike, I might just go go all out. I've been doing a lot of river swimming lately, Mike. I I've seen you on various um. Social media things. My social media platforms. Yes, yeah, your social media platforms. And uh, are you, how are you finding the river? Swimming? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Keith Walsh. Uh, um, I am. I, I there's a river. You see, I've been getting into this kind of like. <laughs> I've, I've put it up like it's wild swimming, you know, because people hate that shit. Because. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because somebody like got back to me straight away and they were like it's just swimming it's not wild swimming it's just swimming it's like walking isn't fucking wild walking it's just walking (laughs) it's not wild climbing you know but i like to have an argument with these people and i'm like yeah but swimming in a pool is like is is swimming and then wild swimming is when you find a, a river that no one else really has ever swam in before that's kind of wild you know but uh there's a river so we've been going to this river in Wicklow, which is really nice. And we'll go, like, if it's a really hot day, we'll drive. It's only like a half an hour drive. It's at the foot of the Wicklow Mountains, just as before you drive in, drive over the, through the gap over to Glendalock. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, there's a bend in the river and it's sandy and it's kind of like a little beach. And there's, it's deep enough so you can jump off this rock. And uh, yeah, the kids love it and we love it. Um, so we've been going there and I've been just obsessed with just getting into rivers. And one of the walks I went on with, you know, this, uh, the Dublin Boys oh, uh, yes. Club that I go walking with. So one of the walks we did was like a was a two day walk. Uh, I think I talked about it on this before, but it's like it's it was up near Letterkenny or something. N- oh, that was a different one. This is a this is a Wicklow one, which is St. Martin's Way. St. Martin's, not St. Martin's Way. Jeez, I've forgotten already. Um, but basically, it's a two day walk. So you walk and then camp overnight and then. And then the next day is set off and you arrive in Glendalough. Um, and it's a beautiful walk. But along the way, there's a couple of spots on the river, uh, on two different rivers that you can swim in. And uh, um, I can't remember the name of the saint. Fucking hell. St. Martin's Way. It's not Martin. It's St. Um, uh, but anyway, so I've been, so we, I've been doing St. Kevin. St. Kevin. Thank you. St. Kevin's Way. Um, and there's this place. There's a place where there's a river that comes back down uh, the mountain, and I think it's called Kevin's Pool or Kevin's Bath or something. But on his trek out to Glendalough, where he set up the monastery, he's supposed to have bathed in this sort of like it's it's like a natural pool in the 
in the rock, you know, so it's it's smooth rock and then it's a nice pool. So we're going to, anyway, so I've been obsessed with like getting into rivers and swimming and all that kind of stuff. And I feel there's something, it's therapeutic and it's beyond just like getting into cold water or, you know, because you're seeing, it's no more than like getting in a river on a canoe. You're seeing the world from a different, you know, you're not seeing it from a path yeah. or a road. You're seeing it from, you know, the point of view of a swan or a fish or whatever. But it's very similar than when you're when you get into a river and you swim in a river, like you're just seeing the world from a different place. And it's just very you're away from roads, you're away from people. And uh, it just it feels very calming. I feel both calm uh, at the time and then energized afterwards. Um, but no, yeah, see, I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not a great swimmer. Right. So freshwater swimming is a no, no. Um, it's not buoyant enough. Yeah. Like and there can be a bit of a str- like I wouldn't anybody listening to this unless you, you're happy to you're a good swimmer and you're a strong swimmer there can be strong currents as well yeah, yeah and yeah. you know you can be taken down river quite quickly if you don't know what you're doing you know so do be careful but i would say that i'm a strong swimmer and i'm comfortable and they also they all always say like you shouldn't go swimming alone but yes i would feel confident enough to to get into a river on my own and i know the river i know the spot and i know it's not too strong and all that kind of stuff so i've taken precaution i've done my research and you should always do that have utmost respect for any bit of water no matter how deep or how shallow and always talk to your children about water but you know and 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 that's the reason i would so this is a river down the end of the road that my son would go to with his friends uh so you know i started going down there with him just to check out the area see what it's like see what the see what the current is like and all that kind of stuff and get in for myself to make sure it's okay but um during the really hot weather i was going down there every day on my lunch break just just walking down getting into the river and it was absolutely man it was it was game changer yeah i don't know I just, the weeds and everything i just don't know just... that's the thing you know it's weird because it's just you walk i walk down there's a crossroads there's quite a busy road and then you keep going and you're basically through a field over a, a, a sty into another field and then it's literally just like grass and weeds and you're just jumping into a river and it's kind of you know in one way it's a bit icky like you know it's just yeah. muck and weeds oh, and, and a river no, no 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 but at the same time it's uh it's lovely i love it so that's what i've been doing i've been obsessed with that so i i think today is a hot enough day i might head down there later and get into the river and will, uh, will you take your whole family down there your no no family? i just I, I would just i'll see if the, if finn wants to go and his cousin is over at the moment so if they want to come with me i'll see if they want to come down if not i'll just go down myself and literally go down walk down it, it's like half an hour like there get into the river and back again and um, you know so it's it's just a it's a ritual more than anything, you know. It's not like I'm going to, for the exercise or to get a good swim in or anything, you know. Yeah, and in fact, the older I get, the, the less I want to be doing this sort of stuff. I want to do it more, Mike. The yeah, older I get, the more I want to. Sand and the fucking mud and the fucking changing and everything. I'm just. Oh man, you know, I, don't know. I just maybe I need to just sort myself out. It's an escape from the from reality. It's just, you step outside your your norm and your inner fucking river and like who gets into just gets into a river down down the end of a road you know what i mean um it's kind of crazy and i'd imagine there are times when people look at me and things i do and presume that i'm i've, I've lost it you know i think so i'd imagine so <laughs> there's the bad fella there he used to be look he's fucking good into the, the river now look at him 
He used to be on the no. telly. Now I see him jumping into a river down the end of the field. <laughs> no wonder they got rid of him. Jesus Christ, he was mad. They were right. They were right. He must have been on fucking drugs, that flat lunatic. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Artie were lucky there. They got a lucky escape. Yeah, you wouldn't see Joe Dolan jumping into a fucking lake. Or Joe, what his name is, Joe. Joe Duffy. I'd say Joe Duffy would love to jump into <clears> a river. He would. I'd say he'd leave his neck scarf on, though. He'd have to leave the scarf on, yeah. He'd have to wear, he'd have to be fully suited, a three-piece suit, and he'd just wade in and then baptise himself. He would probably have something from Louis Copeland, uh, three-suit, double-breasted, mm. or three-piece, mm. neoprene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he'd have like a like a swimming onesie, like full length. You know, like the Ed, was it Victorian or Edwari- yeah, Edwardian? Yeah, the when stripey they started, ones. Yeah, when nice, they started going yeah. to the beach, they just have full, like almost like pyjama thing going on. Made of wool, so it just sags. So the <laughs> testicles, testicles end up by your ankles. Oh, the chafing. Ooh, ooh. Oh, imagine the sand and the wool and the. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, sand. No. Don't do it to sand. Ooh. My fucking car is full of sand from beaches. Fucking, I hate it. There you go. Who are you going to the beach? Oh, is that is that um, because Sally Ann likes, likes to do the, the wild swimming? <laughs> no, no, no. They were doing that this morning. Sally yeah. hasn't done. Um, her snobby sell stuff for a while, actually, a good while. She's See, not. Th- it takes it takes so long to fucking do, it, even though it's a fifteen minute dip. You gotta go down. You gotta do. Yeah. Burn. And they call it snobby sauce, is it? Snobby sauce. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. One on on uh, Spanish Point Beach, nine o'clock every morning. I think. Oh, I love that. Nine or ten. I went down there this morning. There must have been about hundred and fifty people in the water. Oh, lovely. But you see, I'd love that now. I, I, like, I wouldn't seem weird then. If there was 150 people getting into the river, everybody like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, but everybody's doing it. The happy pair are doing it. Mm. Oh, fucking everyone. Oh, yeah, it's got only old 40 foot dead grand. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing this for years. And then there's the, the higher. They're in Greystones, so though. They're in Greystones. Oh, whatever. They've invited me down. They've invited me down to go swimming with them. You should do. I know I should. It's, it, it means I have to get up at like five. Like, they do a sunrise swim. I'd have to get up in Newbridge. I have to get up at four and then. Be there for five or something. Yeah, but you're the one that was saying, you know, like it invigorates you and everything. Yeah, it does, but be, like, yeah, but be asked. no, but like to try it, it, it's invigorating to just jump into a river down the end of the road. It's not invigorating to drive into Dublin traffic to go to Greystones and then back again, you know, after you know what I mean. Yeah, but there's not going to be any traffic. You, why would you go to Dublin to Wicklow? Don't in Greystones. Well, it's still just driving. I think, I think driving negates the you know the benefit you get from nature surely it's it's negative and plus positive and negative ions you're dealing with here but don't you drive to the place where you go to anyway no i just walk down the end of my road the liffey just flows past okay I yeah to drive for half an hour no that's the other place in wicklow that we were going to and that got got me into river swimming that's that's where we, and then i was and then i discovered not discovered but then my son was telling me about this swimming spot that him and his friends go down the end of the road so I, w- I would okay. I walk down there to check that out and uh, um so I, I, I must not have been paying attention. Yeah, you probably weren't, but it it's not, it wasn't the most fascinating of stories. You know? It wasn't a cliffhanger, right? It was just like me banging on about fucking jumping into a river. Um have you noticed the levels go down? When I start talking. No. <laughs> the listenership. Um uh. I, yeah, well, I suppose they're down at the moment. In the summer, they're down, and then they'll it'll obviously be higher than in the winter. And I and I presume uh, we are affected by ESB release and dams and shit like that as well. So 
I don't really understand it. I'm sure I'll go down there one day and I'll be like, oh my God, this is terrifying. <laughs> I'll get in and I'll be like swept away. <laughs> It'll be like a, a crocodile and all sorts coming down. Yeah, you want to watch it after um, big outbursts or big out, like rain. Yeah. Lots of rain and stuff because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's sitting at the moment in treatment plants and stuff around the country that's not making its way to waterways. Oh, right. And yeah, those those things once they become overwhelmed, they sort of hit the release gate. It's not just damn water you're getting; it's sort of shit. Oh right, so like poo poo. Yeah. Big oh stuff. wow. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. shit. Why are they putting that into the river? Because they do. They release. That's what happens in a treatment plant. They treat the water and yeah. then they clean it, and then yeah. they release the water. But unfortunately, sometimes they they release water that hasn't been treated. They have to because people, uh, when they're building houses. Yeah. Um, divert all their roof water and rainwater and all that sort of groundwater into sewers. So the sewers become overwhelmed. Okay. So your sewage plant then is just getting shit and runoff, and uh, they literally can't cope with it. So they bypass. So sometimes you'll see raw effluent going in. They're having lots of trouble with it in England at the moment, but you'll see raw effluent going into beaches around here, um, rivers, everywhere. Everywhere they can, they'll dump shit. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know in the UK they forgot because of the obviously they were um they were under the under EU law and then obviously with Brexit they mm. kind of forgot or didn't get around to bringing in laws about effluent going into their own into the sea and, and now it's kind of a free for all, isn't it? Well they have a derogation license to when, when stuff gets overwhelmed that they can use an overflow, but the the problem was what we're seeing now is that as a result of Brexit is the lack of chemicals because they used to use chemicals to polish the water. And those chemicals are, for a number of reasons, geopolitical and Brexity, um, aren't getting into the UK. Oh, wow. And um, this derogation order was written. There was a new law passed and um, lots of conservative ministers voted it through and said, yeah, whatever, you put whatever you want into the sea. <laughs> which has made pretty much the south of England unswimmable. So oh. it's a fucking disaster. It's horrible. Yeah, it sounds, sounds yeah. literally, sounds like a lot of shit. It is a lot of shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is bad. So uh, so ideally what we, what we should be doing is all the gutter water and tap water shower no, water no no no, no. that's grey that's grey that's all you all the runoff from your roof and your driveways and everything and all the public um sort of water surface water drains should be going directly into rivers and water courses yeah or soak away pits or whatever yeah. your gutters your gutters shouldn't be going anywhere near your sewers but right. they do fuck's sake yeah, yeah. God, we really fuck we really have a a knack of fucking things up, don't we? Oh, don't talk to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, get, I'm kind of down about the environment at the moment. I mean, we just keep fucking it. Yeah, it's not getting any better, is it? No, no, one, it's no one cares. Worse really yeah. quickly. That's but also, whole... you're up against these people. Obviously, the climate deniers and oh, oh god, what a humanity, dose. humanity. Oh, 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 oh. Mike, oh, listen, tell me about. Look, let's get into it. Let's get away from the negativity and let's check something out. Oh, it's slow starting this morning, Mike. Check, 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 check it out. What's it all about? What's it all about? Um, well, I went to see Thor 
Did you? Um, Love and Thunder this week. I'm going to eat some pineapple here, so carry on. <clears throat> okay, so my family and I, Sally Ann, myself, and Jimmy, have pretty watch, pretty much watched all of the um, Marvel Universe stuff since Iron Man, and we've watched it all together, and we've made a point of going to the cinema when the big blockbusters come out, and we watched it, and it all got to this thing, Endgame, and then ever since, they've been sort of releasing backstories about Doctor Strange, and another Thor, and another this, and another that, and the other... So we've kind of kept going with it. And they've released a whole load of new stuff on Disney as well. A lot of it is a bit crap. Um, But Thor, I really like the Thor movies because your man Harmsworth is in it, or Hemsworth, the Australian fella. Chris, uh, yeah. yeah, He's very good. But uh, unfortunately, we went to see this film on, I'm going to say Wednesday night, um, Thursday night. And it's coming to the end of its run in cinemas. So the cinema was empty pretty yeah. much there was us there was a guy with six kids um about three rows behind us of differing ages i'd say he was he was taking the 12 and 13 year old kids out and then the two little ones came with him and they didn't stop fucking talking all the way through and it's and they were talking about other stuff like not the film or anything they weren't commentating they were just like and then Unfortunately, I made the mistake of where we were sitting. There were four lads sitting literally on our row, but the other side of the aisle. And um, they were kind of on their phones and acting the bollocks before the thing and through the trailers. And I thought, they're going to calm down in a minute. They're going to calm down in a minute. The film started. They didn't start calming down. They started throwing stuff at each other. And I just sat up and I went, lads. And they shut up. And that was the worst thing I could have done <gasps> because the rest of the fucking film, they're shining their battery, fucking their, their torch at me. They're making noise. They're, they've got this big two-liter bottle of Coke that they've obviously smuggled in and they're letting it go and fucking popcorn out and, do, and just talking and generally acting the bollock. I wanted to fucking kill them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do you know when somebody fucking gets on your tits and you just fucking annoy the shit out of you I thought this is a really you know it's a relatively violent movie he's walking around with an axe all the time and a hammer yeah. and the doing stuff and I'm thinking every part of me wanted to go over and just say that's and these lads were like 17, 18 big fuckers like and I'm thinking they're going to kill me but I just love to go over and just pummel two or three of them. <laughs> it was so fucking annoying. And then you kind of think, you know, there are only young lads in the cinema. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't lose their head. Yeah. But I kept looking at them. And then they kept kind of looking at me, kind of squaring up. And I'm thinking, oh, no, they're going to fucking jump me after this film. They're going to kick the shit out of me down some alley. And I'm going to die. And I just, oh. I love fuck. how quickly you flipped there from like, I just want to fucking pummel two of them to, <laughs> oh no, they're going to attack me and I'm going to be killed in an alleyway. Oh my God, oh, the emotions. The, uh, oh, but the film was shit as oh. well, which didn't help. It really didn't help. Your man, Hemsworth, Hemsworth was hamming it up. I mean, he was just, hello, I am four. It was just, it was crap. There were a couple of good moments. Um Oh, Jesus, your man who, of course, we've forgotten the name, um, stole the show, guy who played Zeus, because he ended up at this gods convention, like loads of gods sitting around in this place. And um, Russell Crowe 
You know, the Russell Crowe yeah, yeah, yeah. playing yeah. Zeus, the god of gods. Right. And he's got one of those gold plated chest sort of things like centurions would have. Yeah. So he was kind of dressed like he was in the film he was really famous for. The one uh, Gladiator? Gladiator. Mm. But because he's put on a little bit of Deccan, a yeah, good bit yeah. of Deccan. Yeah, he's a big man thing, now. This thing had a belly in it. Deadly. Because <laughs> normally these movies, they kind of accentuate the, the chest and the pecs and the all this pack. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But his one was fucking brilliant. And he was doing it um, like a Greek fella who's lived in England for 10 years. <laughs> Hello there, boys. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, fuck- he was absolutely fucking brilliant. He stole the show. <laughs> Early. Pretty brilliant. But yeah, this big gut and fucking all this kind of gold on him and whatever, and playing with his lightning rod. He was he was brilliant. Yeah. He Would you really... go to see it? Would you sit through the shit film just to see his bits? No. I don't mean his bits. He doesn't get his bits out. No, he doesn't. No, your man actually gets his bits out at that point. Arms, Chris, Chris, Chris Harmsworth. Yeah. He all the <laughs> ladies faint when they see Thor's mid-range. Yeah. His Willie. Yeah, but you don't see it. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's, yeah. But he blows your man blows his clothes off. Oh, Thor wow. is just standing there with his hammer or his axe or whatever it is. Is that what he calls his Willie? No. <laughs> I will smite you with my big hammer. Thunderclap. Thunder, clap. <laughs> Thunder bastard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was fucking. It was dreadful. It was shit. The whole thing okay. was a shit show. So the whole the whole experience going to cinema, shitty teenagers. Acting the bollocks, yeah. threatening to kill you. You threaten you thinking about killing them, Thor being shit. Bad day out. Bad day out. And you know, and it just it reminds you if if you're going to see one of these films, it was a rookie era. Yeah. Go when they're about a week old. Yeah. So yeah. the place is fairly full. Because yeah. if they were surrounded by people, those four lads mm. on all sides, somebody would have said, Listen, that's Shut the fuck up. You would have had you would have had support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's just oh. But you did say it to them. You did say lads to them. I did. But there was they, nobody else, you know, they, they no one to back you up. They didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you get. That's what happens when you turn into a grumpy owl lad. I know, and I looked and unfortunately they must have looked at me and thought he's more like Zeus than fucking Thor. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like worried. The they weren't more... worried about your, your big hammer. I was more Russell Crowe than fucking Harmsworth. Oh, it was just, yeah, it was very disappointing. I was very disappointed. Oh, Mike, that's that's that, yeah. that sound that doesn't sound great. But look at thanks. So so um, would you give it like out of you wouldn't? What would you give that movie out of ten if you had to score it? Four, four for Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, don't go see it, people. That's, that's a your juice, top tip. A juice for Zeus. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yeah, I was trying to rack my brains there. Yeah. Well done. You did it well. You pulled it off. Thank you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> not not Thor. Not right? Thor. Not his hammer. No. Uh, so that I suppose that what we're saying here is don't check 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 it out. No. Um, what about while, Fargo? While you're on that sort of stuff. Oh, oh yeah, I, go I, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't check out. Um, what you call it either? Um, Doctor Strange. I wouldn't check that out anyway. The multiverse. I, I, I would never. I would never go to see Thor or Doctor Strange. The first Thor is fantastic. Really comedic, like really, really, really funny. Laugh out loud. You don't have to like super. I don't like that. Like, oh, we're taking the piss out of the genre. It's like we'll just do it. Or like, 
Just do it or don't. It's like as uh, if is it like as if Star Wars started taking the piss out of itself. In fact, there is one of them called Orville. Yeah. There's a Star Wars ripoff called Orville, O-R-V-I-L-L-E. And in desperation for something techie to watch, I watched that the other day. I'd seen some review about it. Yeah. And it's Seth MacFarlane. You know, oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does Family Guy. Yeah. He's a family he's guy. Fella, yeah, he's not the fella you want to hit with a cricket bat. It's just some look about him. Yeah. You know, he's got that. He's just. Oh. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Yeah, absolutely. But I just, I can't stand him. And is he's it, not great when he's playing himself. Is live action, like, is, is it live action or is it? Uh, no, cartoon. He's, he's effectively playing Captain Kirk. Like he's he's the actor. It's it's actors. Okay, and it's a Star Trek spoof. Yeah, no, it's not even a spoof. It's kind no. of it's it it's it is kind of taking the Mickey out of itself. It's um loads of people rave about it online, but I just didn't get it. I, right. I, watched, I watched two of them. I thought that's two hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Yeah, well, that's 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 for sure. Okay, well, I won't watch that. No, sorry. Just, um, I'm, I'm a, this is going to be kind of, don't check it out. Yeah, this is bad. Well, this is handy for people because they'll know not to watch these things. Yeah. You're saving people time. As you said, two hours you won't get back, you know, but you've exactly. saved them those two hours. And what about Doctor Strange gloves or whatever the hell? Oh, the multiverse. I mean, you could have told the story in five minutes. I would have preferred if he came on, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, and just sort of spoke in a normal accent because his, his accent isn't great as an American. Right. And he's not, I've got a problem with him and Tom Hiddleston playing these superheroes because they're not exactly beefed up, sort of like, you know, sort of like, you know, you, they fight and it's just like, oh, you is that the thing though? Is that they're, they're every man, you know, they're not, it's anyone can be a, you know, like Spider Man is just, he's just a regular bloke, you know? Yeah, but he's got, he's kind of, you know, he's ripped and he kind of does stuff and he's thin, but he can go through the air and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're a bit more believable. These characters, I don't know where they're dredging them up from, but Doctor Strange is just a bit, I know where they're dredging them up from comics and stuff, but he just doesn't, it's sort of like they cast your man and now they can't not have him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, uh, it's just, and he's got this really kind of American accent. Yeah. yeah, and it's just—it's just not believable. Yeah, There's another film I won't. I wasn't going to watch, and now I definitely won't watch. <laughs> Can we get on to some good stuff then, Mike? Well, um, I've been watching Borgen. Oh yeah, you, I don't know if you've ever watched Borgen. It's on all of Borgen now is available on Netflix. Uh, Borgen is something that I've sort of looked at and thought, oh, I think I might enjoy that, but I've never quite. Um, explain Borgen. It is, uh, th- well, the name of the Danish parliament is the something something Borgen. So they call it Borgen, B O R G E N. And it's a Danish political drama, no more and no less than that. And it's about the lives of the people, but it is phenomenally well acted. And the stories are fantastic. And even if you haven't seen the old ones, there's a brand new one on um, on Netflix at the moment. It's the third series, so you can watch it cold. Um, it kind of tells you, you know, this woman has was prime minister, and now she's in a, a party that are clinging on for power. Mm. And the prime minister that she's clinging on for power with her has made her the sort of the uh, the foreign secretary to shaft her and hope that she won't succeed. And in the middle of it, Iceland find oil. 
So the Danes have to deal with it. And it's, I mean, it's all about Ukraine, Putin, everything is in there. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's, it's this drama and it's, she's fantastic. You wonder the, the, the lead actress, you'll know her. She's been in a few sort of English language things, but she's fantastic. You have to watch it in subtitles, but that's okay. It is. Is it okay, Mike? This is, yes. the, I wanted to get to that. Yes. You're okay with the subtitles. We, we have Even all... with your gammy eye. Yes, I last night we've been watching uh, another one called State of Happiness, which is about Stavanger when they found oil in the 1960s in um, Norway. And again, you have to look at it, but the, the, it, you have to read it. You have to, you know, you can't just watch it. It's in Norwegian, but it's just, it's fantastic TV. Those Scandi things are, are brilliant. And it's not just Scandi noir and Scandi crime and murders and being found in sort of bleak black and white places. It's uh, These are dramas about things that are happening politically and sort of, you know, culturally. They're brilliant. Borgen. And what was the other one you mentioned briefly there? It's called State of Happiness. State of Happiness. Yeah. Um, they put a lot of money into their TV. Uh, pro- like they, they invest in these dramas. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's impressive, you know, but they get the... They get the results, they get the returns, you know, or teams sort of have a crack at it every now and then. But it's very expensive for them to do it, you know. It is. They did one with, um, oh, you won from the Commitments, uh, which was half Dutch and half Irish. Yeah. Um, And they were looking at, it was about dirty um, diamonds. That was quite good. I can't remember what it was called, but she's in it. It won't be that difficult. It's it's on the uh, the iPlayer or the... Is it the blonde one from the commitments? Or yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. I haven't watched that one, but Kin I thought was quite good. Yeah, very good. Mm. Apart from the fact that your man they, they turned his volume down. I have that issue with one or two of the 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 the, the things. There's a lot of there seems to be a lot of characters in these things, and it's almost like they're they're doing the first one as a foundation for the second series. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it gets too complicated too quickly. And that that kind of loses me. And the and the fellow with the beard, who was a really good actor, and the long hair, who was the head of the kin. Uh, Emmett Scanlon is that yes. the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the bleed and starry that you now? That's that's the the big the great whispering, the great whispering acting. Uh, I don't know what you'd call yeah, you it. Craze. Yeah, you wondered it as well. Dervla Kerwin, mm. in the one that was filmed around here. Um, and she, the worst thing about her was she would whisper and turn away from the camera. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't fucking make out from her lips what she was saying. She was acting is about reacting, Mike. <laughs> acting is about reacting. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Better Call Saul finally. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I like it. I like it. It's it's a kind of a slow burner. Like you have to really. Um, you have to really become. I'm starting to like the guy, uh, and it's weird. It, there's lots of weird things about it. Like it's just not your run of the mill. No, like the romance, his friendship with the blonde lady, his mm-hmm. his colleague, his coworker, his friend. That's a yeah. weird kind of like it's, a, but it's probably a more honest portrayal of a relationship. Very much so. It's yeah. almost like, um, it, and I, I want to say, am, is it amorphic? It's, 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 it's not. It's not a love. They're not passionate. They? No, they're just like having sex sometimes and chatting yeah. about shit. And it's more real. It's more like an actual relationship. Like it's very. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's 
it's very real. I kind of came to, I was thinking about this during the weekend. I was thinking about, you know, the way people write books or make films about, you know, everyday lives or, you mm. know, sort of extraordinary lives, you know, um, crazy things that happen. If you look at sort of like, like Better Call Saul or Fargo and the fucking crazy shit that happens. But it like, yeah, our private lives are probably that crazy. It's just that we pretend they're not. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a BBC drama at the moment called Marriage, which is Sean Bean and Sean Bean and and another lady, and it's it's real fly on the wall. I mean, they don't particularly like each other. They're married to each other, and they kind of argue about putting the bins out and stuff. Yeah, and and nothing's happening, but you can't stop watching it. Yeah. You know, and it's it is that Better Call Saul is very much like that. It it does dip like um, Breaking Bad. There's bits and pieces that you can't you can kind of zub through almost. You know, mm, um, yeah. Sort of, there's definitely bits where I can look at my phone for a little while. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't. But but the last, the la- it just it keeps getting better and better and better. The last two or three seasons are just phenomenal. Um, and nobody's particularly good looking. Nobody's particularly you know, angry or anything. Um, in fact, they're all relatively ugly. The people, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, 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 you know, the, the lead man is this kind of balding guy. Mm. The hit man is kind of, you know, really ugly. Yeah. Your one Rhea Seahorn, the, the actress is, is quite good looking, but she's very plain. She's plain also in, playing a plain Jane sort yes, of type. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, which we all yeah. are. We're all playing Jane's, Mike. Come yes. on. Exactly. You know. Oh no, this is it. She's normal. It, mm. So nothing is glammed up for it. No, I like the brother. Weird. I like the brother as well, w- cooking his food on the gas and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's I'm a bit of a tinfoil. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick as well, isn't he? Like he's got yeah. he's, he's got notions. Yeah, and Charles uh, is one of my favorite characters. Charles is the blonde-haired guy with the two-tone shirts. And the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The head yeah. of the big, the big, the big lawyer dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so. You can really see how life is so full of shit and some people are yeah. full of shit and such snobs and snobbery. Whereas like actually the line between a criminal and the lawyer upholding the law, you know, the yeah. criminal breaking the law and the lawyer upholding the law. There's not much difference between those people, you know, and I no. love the guy, the hitman guy explaining to the nerdy dweeby dude who was, um, he was, he's a great character. The guy who was selling the, the dr- he had acquired drugs from a factory yes uh prescription drugs and he was he was selling them to the to to these you know drug dealers obviously um i love the way he was explaining to him you know you're a criminal you are a criminal now you can be a, a good person or a bad person and there's good people who are criminals and bad people who are criminals but the fact is you're a criminal you know and it's it's just like the guy was trying to say, yeah, but I'm not really. Uh, that's not really. I'm not really that. And he's like, you're you're now a criminal. That's it. You sold yeah. prescription drugs to a drug dealer for cash, and you, you know, it was just really good. Um, and the guy buying the big fucking flash Hummer then with the money he made. And uh, uh, but the story, the story. Um, what's his name? Saul. What's his? What is his actual name? The, the character. Anyway, Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. So the story he had to come up with to convince the cops to let the the dweeby Hummer buying dude off about him being into this fetish of film, you know, selling videos of him sitting on cakes. Yeah. I just thought it was fucking. And then <laughs> and then to prove that it was a real thing, he had, to, he had to get the guy to make this video. Yeah. 
I just thought that was beautiful. It's be- like the writing is just like the writers obviously just let themselves just go go off on tangents or just yeah. make up the most ridiculous things and just go with it and then make somehow just make it because it is normal because there's crazy shit out there, Mike, and that's why yeah. it works. You know, and people get into trouble for the, the, the weirdest of things. Oh, it's like there's we I, that's exactly what I, I'm kind of obsessed with this idea like that we we look at something like Better Call Saul or we look at something like Fargo and we think oh look how crazy their lives are look at that person who's doing that and like Fargo is quite mental but all this shit happens behind closed doors we just don't ever hear about it and when a writer sits down to write it's usually about stuff they've seen or they've experienced or their family or friends have experienced or seen it's all real you know and we just yeah. like to think of it as oh it's that crazy thing that's going on in that TV program but man it's probably happening two doors down in someone's gaff there's someone sitting on a cake making a video of it and selling it to some guy in Japan exactly I mean that that that, that um, Fargo starts off with a, a crime of passion Marvin Freeman you know and the wife yeah just droning on him yeah <laughs> fucking why wouldn't you fucking stick a hammer in her head I mean yeah, but, the, but the thing about that was like the thing about that was with her like you feel like she should just killed him for like she, he was clearly driving her mad. She wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't the type of man she expected him to be. No. He wasn't making the the big bucks. And her, his brother and the wife were doing quite well. They had lots of money, and that was driving her fucking mad. Yeah. And it's, it's I married it's, the wrong brother. Yeah, yeah, but also it's that like she's powerless. She has decided that she's powerless in that situation. Like, what, she can't leave him? She can't go yeah. out and get her own job? She can't become successful in her own right? She's basically decided, I'm stuck with this idiot who can't get, you can't make any money and this is my life. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, people are so blindfolded, aren't but they? But you see, but that's the middle of the road sort of America that's going on. People daren't leave because of, you know, because of the church and mm. what people think of us and mm. what the people down the road with this little family, mm. with, you know, a little dog and I knit things and da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, can't upset the apple cart. You've only got one life, Mike. If anyone takes anything away from this rambly chat that we're having, you've only got one life. Yeah. And you don't, don't get go, to... Don't spend it on fucking thought. <laughs> yeah, don't go to Thor. Don't have a row with any 18-year-olds in the cinema. But you've only got one life. You don't get a do-over, man. You don't get a do-over. No. So if it's shit, change it. You, you have the power to change it. You know, it takes a bit of work. It takes a bit of effort. It takes a bit of whatever. But you have the power to change it. You know, that's the thing. You know, you're bang on. You're bang on the money, and not a lot of people will. will people will go, yeah, 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 absolutely, and then go back to their miserable life. Just go that, back to yeah. and bl- but miserable life. Bl- like the, that's the perfect. Day for me is a perfect scenario where she's in that situation, a situation that she's had as much, you know, just as responsible for creating that situation as he is, which it's all of the blame for her not having the life she wants. She just points the finger. And that's what lots of people do. They point the finger at why their life is shit and they blame somebody else rather than going, actually, how, where's my responsibility here? How can I make things better? You know? Yeah. Also don't marry your childhood sweetheart. Well, (laughs) Although you've done that, yeah, it's a big... <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. Listen, we're we're break, we're getting divorced. You know, it didn't work out. You know, I had to take control. But the thing name. about but the thing about that, even in within a relationship, like it, you can, like everybody gets to to places within the relationship where they feel a bit stuck, or it's not as exciting as it used to be, or you know, uh, you know you know you think you used to love them more or, you know this yeah this is life that's what happens it happens with friendships happens with relationships happens with jobs you know but the thing is to work at on if you keep working on yourself 
that that keeps everything exciting, you know. Um, and and yeah, you, I think I think love and you influence dulls, the people around you. It dulls your senses, doesn't it? It, it mm. heightens the sort of the amorous sort of stuff at the beginning. Yeah, and it dulls your senses to the stuff you don't like about the person. Yeah, and then time, surely. You know, reveals the yeah, exactly. Things that you, you, you know, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't like that, and I don't like that. But if you're focusing, and this is a, not, it's, uh, sorry, I'm not talking about personal stuff here. You're talking about my wife. <laughs> if, you're, if you're focusing on the things you don't like about my wife, Mike, um, there's something wrong. Do you know what I mean? That is a, that is a mm. like if if the if the thing that they're doing with the dishwasher is driving you fucking insane, that's something about you that you need to reflect on. That's not the problem. That's a thing that you've decided is the problem. Mm. So there's these little things that you know, the th- you know the way she, the way he breathes. Oh my God! I just want to strangle him. Yeah. No, you probably need to go to therapy. You um, do. You need to talk to somebody about that. That yeah. person is breathing just fine. That's just the way they've always breathed. But now you've got an issue with it because you're you've got shit going on in the back in your subconscious, and this is just. Anyway, it got kind of heavy and philosophical there. Um, well, you did. It. It did. Uh, if you're checking that night, I suppose better call Saul, but I'm late to the party, so lots of people are probably watching that already. And um But the last one has only come out this week. Yes, so I've I have like I'm I'm I think I'm on I think I'm only on series three, two. Okay, yeah, yeah. I would say three and four dip a little bit. Okay. Maybe yeah, maybe three does. It gets a bit into his brother and a bit kind of it loses his weight ever so slightly, but don't worry about it. Okay. Keep on. Okay, I'll keep on keeping on. I'll keep yeah. with it. Um and uh, Fargo, finally, do you want to give a little talk about your enjoyment of Fargo before we wrap, 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 wrap it up? Well, is it true? I keep saying it's a true story, but I don't know whether it's just like a fictional true story. Do you know what I mean? It keeps saying every time it's a true story based on these characters and that we've changed the names, but we've kept everything else the same. My um, beli- my my understanding of or I've actually you just Google it and it's like. Fargo 1996 is not based on a true story, but it is inspired by one. The 1996 Academy Award winning movie Fargo is not a faithful adaptation of real events, even though the film opens with a title card claiming otherwise. So obviously the stories are, uh, are based on a true used. story, but, yeah, yeah. but inspired by true stories. Is yeah, the TV he... show Fargo based on a true story? Technically... The film was inspired by two different true crimes, right? But then they changed them, obviously, to make them more insane, obviously. But nothing insane is happening. I mean, <laughs> there's a no. lot of people... But yeah, yeah, but there's a, you know, a lot of people ended up in boots and stuff, but there's drug dealers involved. So, you know, and there's millionaires who are erratic and irrational, and there's just normal people, and it's the normal people that are the issue in this programme. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a bit when a cop, you know, pulls over the baddie. Yeah. Or is he the goodie? I've, I'm only three, four episodes in, and the guy says, "Listen, he's not. He's definitely it. not the goodie." No, don't. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that at this stage. But I mean, he's but he's like, "Don't arrest me. It'll be a mistake." And uh, if you've got kids at home, you'll never see them again. <laughs> yeah. He's literally just finished his com- finished yeah. his conversation now. Walk away. Or yeah. or yeah, yeah. And I just think, well, that must have happened somewhere. I'm sure it has. I'm sure some deviant criminal has said to some cop, listen, you're on twenty grand a year or something. You know, I've got 
six guns in here pointing at you. Just yeah. stroll away. You'd want to be some ballsy police officer that's going to go, uh, let me let me see your license and registration, sir. You Mike, I mean? Mike, I can tell you now, I would 100% walk away from that guy. Like if I, I don't think cops, guards, whatever, policemen, I don't think they're paid enough. No. To be dealing with that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think that that's a that's another conversation for another time. What do they owe? You know, firemen they run into buildings that are on fire Mm. that everybody else is running out of. Mm. Really, there's no no amount of money remuneration we can give them to add up to that. But you have to set it somewhere, don't you? Yeah. This this brings me on to Mick Lynch, actually. Oh, yeah, good old Mick Lynch. Yeah. I'm listening to him. I'm watching him a lot. Um, um, Mick Lynch, he was in Tipperary last week on his holidays, head of the RMT union, um, man and boy, electrician, but possibly one of the most eloquent people on the planet. Yeah. Irish parents moved to, uh, where is he? Um, London. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Streatham uh, or something, yeah. The son of Irish immigrants got into, his dad was obviously big into the, was yes. it big in the union? Somebody before him was the IE, the head of the IT. No, that's somebody else different I'm talking about, actually. Sorry. There's a lot of Irish people involved in, I think, the, the head of the Congress of Trade Unions in the UK. So that's the, the group that knits all the trade unions together, mm. is Irish. And her uncle was the guy who came up with the ITG and WU. Oh, wow. Yeah. We love our, yeah. we love we love unions. And we being do love a unions. union. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah. he speaks about James Connolly a lot, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Being his hero. Anyway, I don't know where we've gone from Fargo to that, but yeah, what people get paid, policemen, firemen. Mick you know. Lynch. Yeah. You were saying you're so did, so obviously you you enjoyed his interview with James O'Brien, did you? Loved it. And he mm. had him on for an hour the other day. If you can listen back to LBC last Friday, which was the 19th of August, there is a listen back facility on LBC. He did an hour long phone in. So people okay. could just ring up. And tell them how pissed off they were at rail strikes and whatever. Oh, wow. But but nobody did. Everybody rang up and sort of said, I really admire you, Mick. Doing a great job, mate. Yeah. But again, you know, again, he's a single, he is a single track pony. He's only got one thing to think about and one thing to do. So, you know, he can get clarity. Yeah. Uh, and he knows saying, his, he he knows his shit. He knows his subject matter yeah. inside out, so people can ask him about anything, and he'll be able to answer it calmly. No panic. Yes. The problem with politicians and those, they're just in the door. They're trying to learn their brief. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They're panicking. Yeah. And someone them's asking about the union, and all their and and it's all sound bites, and they're given three sound bites. Just make sure you blame the fucking workers. You blame the disruption. You blame the whatever. And he's coming back with like facts about how much money's been made by these. Uh, rail operators the profits uh, all this kind of stuff and you see now they've they're they're trying to get this um they're trying to um create this uh nationwide organization of people to to picket and strike and march against the cost of living crisis and he's mm. he's spearheading the whole thing yeah trying to get a general strike going like it was in the 70s now that's not good for anyone well i think it's I think there's a lot more transparency transparency this time because people are aware of the facts that these big companies are making big profit. There's a cost of living crisis. The, the people making money are not make are still making money and probably making more money, and they're making the working class and the middle class uh, pay for it in a cost of, in a cost of living crisis, which actually doesn't exist. It's been created. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And I mean, the the, the 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 shit going into the sea in England, as we spoke about earlier on, they privatise the water companies. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah. You know, they do a daily assessment of how much are we going to get charged for pumping raw sewage into Brighton? Mm. Well, that's worth Three million it. a day. Fuck it, it's worth it. Mm. Still, you know, and with that sort of thing, once you privatise something like water, you don't, you, it's not like you can say, I want to be um, County Clare water. Um, I, I'll go for Kildare because they're better. It's like there's one pipe. So these big water companies in, in England and France and wherever they have them, one company and one pipe and one tap, and that's it. You don't mm-hmm. have any choice. So yeah. they can screw you for money. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they're a monopoly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they don't have to invest because the regulators are all shit. Wow, this is big. This is heavy shit, man. This is heavy shit. Uh, I re- I wanted to say also I really enjoyed um, Mick's chat with uh, with James O'Brien and it really reminded me of for some reason his chat with Billy Bragg. Yes. Yeah. Very similar characters, upbringing, uh, views, um, and just kind of almost like, but ends up in totally different fields. One uh, in in heavily you know into unions and all that kind of stuff. And Billy Bragg, obviously, is a, an artist and a musician, but quite political as well. But, uh, yeah. Massively political, massively mm. Labour Party, you know, keep the red flag flying and stuff, mm. and, and socialist. But then again, you see, socialist has become a bad word. Liberalism has become a bad word. Yeah. And you can't I mean, be socialist yeah. and liberal, can you? No. Everybody's being gaslit by everyone that, you know, your politics are better than mine and mine are better than yours. Mm. Whereas in reality... Yeah. And also choose your box, like choose your yeah, choose your flag. It's like no, I'm not going to choose the flag. It's going to no. pick and choose. Thank you very much. Um, so there's there's another thing to check out. If, I'm, I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but James O'Brien's podcast and uh, and obviously the radio show. I must listen back to that uh, phone. Um, Mike, gotta go. Gotta get the barbecue. Yeah, going uh, for the get some, get some prawns on the barbie, mate. It's damn by the river, damn by the billabong. I gotta get in the billabong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mike, I'm going to get into modeling. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've decided. Oh, oh modeling what? I don't know. I've I've got a bit of gray in my beard now. I've got a bit of gray in my hair. So I've decided to be like that. I'm going to be like that. Eld, not elder, but slightly older gentleman model. I'm going to, I'm going to clean up. Well, listen, you're, you're not a bad looking man. You've got, you know, you've got all the right things in all the right places. Mm. Not like, you know, <clears throat> other people with two dicks. Not the two dicks and the, <laughs> the constipation. but Although that would sell some things. Well, I could probably make a good bit of money on my OnlyFans if I had two willies. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would uh, definitely is it two purchase. willies side by side or is it like one drawn out of your shoulder? What Jesus. are you picturing? I'd say side by side. Yeah, just two willies just dangling there beside each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'd need a, a support team, obviously, so you'd have four testicles. You'd have to have four testicles. And then, I suppose, would you have enough blood in your system to make them both erect at the same time? That's the other question. <laughs> you might faint. <laughs> yeah. These are the big questions we won't be answering uh, because we have to go. Um but I'll tell you more about my modeling career as 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 it unfolds. Have you signed up with an agency? Possibly, Mike. Yeah, possibly. It's all in the it's all in the wow. conversations going on, you know. 
Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I don't, yeah, you know, if if you need sort of before shots, they can take a picture of me. I'm just going to be out there doing it for the normal looking blokes, you know, that with a bit of grey, you know, the the aging normal looking blokes. That's that's my. I'm going to pick I, up that work. I did some modelling in my in my youth. Oh yeah, yeah. Limerick that... Art Limerick Art College students wanted me to uh, the Fashion Week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've got a picture. I'll, I'll take a picture of it the next. My, my mother actually has it hanging up in the house at home. Oh, get 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 the picture. We'll somehow include it for the podcast listeners. We'll get them yeah, so they yeah, can have I'll a listen. Put it up on Twitter it. or something. Mike as a model. Wow. Yeah, makeup and everything. Yeah, if I do say so myself, I was a fox. Mike, I'm looking forward to it. You know. Okay. Listen, go go fire up the Barbie. All right, man. Yeah. Um, Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hope it hope it gets as hot there as it is here. It is actually. I'm, I'm. I'm beginning to swelter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go. Cool. Thank you. Miss Take you. it easy. All right. Love, love, you, love, love you, man. Love you. Bye. 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 bye, bye. bye. <laughs>